Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Use a Guide to Humans podcast. I'm Erica Renstrom, and I'm here, obviously, with Katie Eden Todd today to talk some more about relationships. My favourite topic, Erica, just about one of my favourites anyway. Well, it's, you know, it's the one that ties us all together, isn't it? And it's one where we all struggle occasionally. Just just occasionally. Though I do love it when I meet people who say I have no issues at all in my relationship. It's like, where's my sledgehammer? Let me open you up. Let me let me show you, my darling, that there might be a couple of issues here. I wonder which one is like that. Was it is it a masculine or a neutral? That's what we have to find out, isn't it, Erica? Because yeah. only a masculine or a neutral, whatever the gender, is going to think that. Well, I think the masculines think that because they absolutely cannot fail at anything. No, no, no. And neutrals would think that because they don't want to think about anything that's difficult. No. So it's it's just a classic giveaway that you've actually got a lot of issues if that's where you're coming from. But let's move on to what you wanted to talk about today. I love this. So we're going to be doing a weekly podcast and we might have a, um, we've had a few people write in talking about a relationship dilemma. And we're doing it from the MFN language, so a dominant whatever to a dominant whatever. And so people listening can see whether that resonates with them. And also a parenting question. And so, of course, there's all many different combinations. So we thought we'd just do a little bit on one of each in these little episodes, which I think is a lovely idea. But first of all, we wanted to announce that in our Cellmates to Soulmates wonderful course that teaches you the MFN language, we've made a change and offering a way more now Erica would you like to explain that sure so when we started out with the MFN course we decided to cram an enormous amount of knowledge and learning into nine lessons three bonus lessons and a massive reflections book and we thought we'll leave people to do this work by themselves because you know they need time for self-reflection self-awareness processing integrating all the lessons and also people might not want to talk about their relationship problems out loud yeah it turns out we were really wrong about that and people really do want to talk about their relationship problems and that's what's been happening so in the zoom workshops that we had scheduled for the course for the first cohort they were the most amazing moments of connection and vulnerability and support so we also have the facebook group where people have been sharing stuff daily and their learning journeys from their mfn perspectives and the feedback has been that this has been the best part of doing the work is connecting with people yeah, so yeah. obviously we we adjust really quickly and now um when you purchase the course you not only get it access to all of the material of course but we're offering free fortnightly group coaching via zoom to support everyone which is extraordinary because normally that's charged it's it's a lot for to be doing that and it's not that people are coming along and doing the nitty-gritty problem hmm. so we had a couple in there on sunday when we had our group group session and there'd been a, a moment had come up where both had gone into their child styles child feminine child neutral and I asked the child neutral, so what is it that you did? And he was about to say what the literal thing was. I said, no, 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 no. I don't need to know the, the, the exact details of what happened, but I'm really interested to see what did your neutral child do? What was the tra- what, what the traits that you did that you went into? And then what were the traits that your partner went into? 
And so we're talking in those sort of terms, aren't we, in those parameters, Erica, rather than, well, she said this to me and they said that to me and I said that to them and he said that to me. It's like, oh, look, I could not be more bored. We're actually not going to that degree. We're looking at it from, oh, my God, my dominant masculine child did this or my dominant feminine child wanted to do this. But what people are noticing is with the work and an opportunity to come and talk about it, they've got so much awareness now of when they slip into this and when the same old little hiccups, same old potholes come up in the relationship. I normally do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and I did one, two, stopped myself. They did one, two, and then we came back a little bit later and we repaired. Mm. And those places would never be repaired normally. Mm. So that is really interesting. And the feedback we're getting, and we've had this with all our groups for years, be they persona archetype groups, or MFM cellmates to soulmates groups, is that people are learning so much just by hearing other people share. You talked about your dominant neutral child. I talk about my dominant masculine child. And we share where we get stuck and then what we're finding is helping us move from child to adult, which is cellmate to soulmate. And that you learn so much that so people are going, oh, my God, I never would have thought of that. That's fantastic. And it's the learning from others which is probably one of the greatest strengths of this community and this work, I think, Erica. So we're wanting to give this to people fortnightly that you can come along with questions related to the course. And it's not a three-week course. It's a lifelong course that you return to and you keep using the language. But then you have this community that you start to feel very, very safe with, to be honest. It's wonderful. Yeah. No, the, the language of the MFN is sort of like a third party yeah. In any relationship where you can just refer to the connective tissue of the model that's being taught and say, remember how we're supposed to pause now? The, the pause? We're, doing, we're supposed to be doing the pause. Okay, I'm pausing. You go pause. <laughs> you know, And it's, it's something you can't bring up in your normal everyday arguments, really, and saying you're a bitten child and I'm going to, you know, self-parent now. And, you know, it's, it's incredible. And also just to make it really clear, we... We have lots of singles doing this course oh, and yeah. they're doing it to to learn about what went wrong in past relationships. What do I need to be looking for in future relationships? How do I um, integrate some of my own shadow behaviors so that I don't bring my pain into the next relationship? And what do I need to be really careful of? Because here are my triggers and I need to find someone who doesn't always walk all over my triggers. So it's... Yeah, and not to mention parenting. So oh, this this is the greatest parenting teaching educating tool. If you, if you work with people in any any way in any form, this language helps you understand and speak to that person, to people in neutral masculine or feminine. It it gives you a way in, and then you feel seen and heard, and then doors open and connection opens. If I speak to Erica strongly from child masculine, her neutral is going to <laughs> react to me. If she speaks strongly child neutral, I'm going to react. If I've got a child feminine, I have to work so hard not to fall into being a dominating masculine child around that. But when we understand where we're coming from and we're born with this style of relating, it just makes people feel appreciated and seen and heard, which is what we want. So that's the action of adult it's actually the action of love to be able to meet people wherever they are and understand it and not take it so personally, Erica. Yeah, absolutely. So the 
the course is open now you can you can purchase it I'll, I'll put a link in the bio for anyone who wants to find it it's um a 499 dollar course but like i said it includes all the material uh plus fortnightly coaching going till christmas um there's an option to break the payments up into five monthly payments of 99 dollars and I think if you look at this in terms of, you know, how much do we pay to make ourselves feel better with, you know, whatever kind of thing that makes us feel better, whether it's shopping or whether it's beauty or physical fitness or any of our favorite addictions or numbing out techniques, this is an investment in your in, in yourself, in your future self-love and how well you will give and receive love going forward. It's a gift to yourself really it's a it's a gift of love and i encourage everyone to come and join us we would love to have you in our group we would we would it's about being able to see exactly how we show up mm-hmm. in all types of relationships and where we get stuck and there's a roadmap out mm-hmm. to be able to show up differently and not set up the same dynamics because we've all had patterns in relationships that we're keen to avoid i think we also want to feel more confident in ourselves and our relating ability that we can trust ourselves not to sabotage it without realizing how we're sabotaging so this this work will definitely do it for you it will give you those answers in spades but let's get to our little dilemmas today because let's the point of these podcasts is that they're interesting and they give specific examples that people are coming in with please feel free to let us know your questions particular places where you might be getting stuck and we're happy to look at them, aren't we, Erica? We we are. And I can't imagine a better way to, to use podcast time than to help people work through stuck conflicts like yeah. that. So one really common one uh, in terms of MFN combinations and conflicts that arise came up last week, which we promised we'd talk about today. So this is a, um, a dominant feminine and a dominant neutral partner having communication issues where dominant feminine saying a you i don't feel seen heard or loved and you need to sort your shit out yeah and exactly. that communication breaks down and they drift further apart so they do drift. it's a very common one and you know i did i've been a therapist for over 30 years and i've had a lot of couples in that time erica so uh and i've had clients come telling me about that they might not have brought their partner but this is just so 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 common so the way that uh, what happens for when we go into struggle, a stressful place, where do we get stuck? So I'm just going to name where a child neutral would get stuck and where a child feminine would get stuck so that I can just show you, do you see how there's no bridge here? So we're just naming that. Now, of course, you have adult feminine sign and adult neutral sign, but what we're interested in is when we get stuck, when we're struggling. People tell me in their relationships, we do really well in the good times. And I always say, well, good for you. I couldn't give a fuck. So what? So what? I mean, some of us don't even get on in the good times. That's a, real, that's a really uh, clear sign that we might not be in the right place. But we all need to know it's about how do I show up in the hard times for whatever reasons it's hard or when we get to the same the same problem that we hit over and over again for the millionth time. Here we go. Okay, so a child neutral is going to distance themselves from emotion, distance themselves from conflict, distance themselves from others. 
It's, they want quiet. They want control. I don't have time for this right now. I'm busy. I need to be doing dot, dot, dot. They may come in with, well, you just need to do this, then this, then this, or that's not appropriate and telling you that what you're feeling is not appropriate, that you are overreacting, that you are too emotional and to calm down and come back to the maybe when you are not bringing so much emotion with it because for a child neutral, the mere fact that you are speaking from such emotion and let's say it's the feminine now who's teary and distressed and feeling abandoned and feeling like you just don't want to connect with me on, a, on an emotional level. They're not wrong, are they, Erica? They're not wrong because neutrals, their default setting is I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't feel comfortable around tears and sentimentality. In fact, I find it weak and I think it's a bit pathetic and can't you get a hold of yourself and it's embarrassing where you're going and you keep going there and it, without realising it, the child neutral is uh, the child feminine in their tears and distress, which comes from lack of connection, pushes the neutral partner further, further away, and they go into a place of judgment and less and less respect for the partner. And as they respect their dominant feminine less, of course, what happens to the dominant feminine? They, any gender, they feel abandoned. They feel not good enough. They feel unloved. They feel, what is it? What else do I need to do? But they're the one who's trying to seek an emotional bridge, but they're doing it from a place of trauma. I have tears. I have distress. I can get loud with my tears or I can get so sad. And they just, the neutral in child will just look at that with, it's pathetic, and pull away, which heightens the feminine's distress. So the feminine gets more distressed more and more often. And they're pleading which the neutral thinks is even worse, and they're pleading, please, please, why won't you talk to me? Why won't you connect with me? Why won't you do that? And then there's tears there, and the neutral goes, I just don't want to have to deal with this because they compartmentalise and shift out of that place. It's very confronting for them. Neutrals are very challenged by emotion, whatever the emotion and if they can't have control and order and you're not going to be practical and sensible here, then I'm going to walk away. And I'm justified, by the way. So they feel like they're right and that their behaviour is appropriate. And they judge the feminine's behaviour as inappropriate, invalid, and you need to sort yourself out. What do you think, Erica? Yeah, no, that rings really true for, for what I've seen and experienced. I'm a dominant neutral, so I'm sitting here owning, having done this to people in the past. And, and it, it's crazy how how easily it is to justify that emotional distance because it is so uncomfortable when you are yourself in a place of of stress and pain, which you are. If someone comes at you with emotions and says you're not doing good enough, you're not, you know, you're not loving me right, that that immediate defense rises up and goes well actually let me tell you why that's not the case yeah. you you get so immediately triggered into just adding blocks of ice to your wall to say that I don't like you saying that to me you know yeah. this is touching some very deep part of myself where I'm I'm aware that I push emotions away but I don't want to look at it especially now when you're attacking me for goodness yeah. sake for goodness sake so I'm not wrong so neutral is very adept at debating and arguing we like and the literal I, words you used the wrong word to describe oh, it 
did you mean that or did you actually mean this? Well, actually, I remember when that happened and you said this. So, you know, decide which one is it. Yeah. So they talk people around in knots because that's their area of strength. It's a very mind persona archetype, the neutrals, because MFN is our archetypes as well, people. So the neutral likes to get back to, well, let's debate concepts. Let's debate words. Let's debate definitions. Let's make sure we're accurate here. And don't tell me that I'm feeling this or doing this or thinking this. You don't know what I'm thinking. You don't know what I'm saying. And that, that is not appropriate. Do you hear the judgment? And these are default settings that every neutral will have falling into child. I'm not wrong. Let's go back and assess this rationally. It's so interesting. Um, it makes me laugh, but it got on. You know, I'm neutral third, so I just put that right out there because I'm MF and neutral is third. But they think they're being rational. Mm -hmm. Erica, you lot, you lot, you mm -hmm. reckon you're being really, really rational because you speak with this calm, but it's like a, a school teacher, deputy principal, principal, army major. It's this and it's this, and I think they're being rational. And if you look at it coming from the outside observer, it's like that is so irrational because when we're all in our default settings and we've all got them, we feel justified to be where we are, but we're feeling very threatened underneath. And, this, and how do you know you're threatened? neutrals don't. I don't feel threatened. I'm not triggered because they're not connected to feeling. There's a discomfort, though, and so the wall comes up and I need to defend myself. And so we all have these. And this is where a neutral will go into arguing, into debating. I didn't say that. I didn't think that. You can't speak for me. And they love that because we've moved from emotion into their area of strength, which is mind, which is debate. Now, the feminine, that is not their strength, the dominant feminine. They can be talked all over and they get confused, they get overwhelmed, they don't feel they can match and they can't. They can't match the neutral mind, the feminine. But they've got heart and they've got emotion and they know that there's a gap here that's getting wider. It's becoming like the Grand Canyon. And I don't feel close to you. And the neutrals go, I don't need any more than this. I'm not actually wanting any more closeness than this. I like isolation. I like to be overly independent. I like to be self-sufficient. I don't want to have to rely on anyone. And when you come to me in that begging, pleading, crying place, I'm just disgusted. So get away from me. Mm -hmm. So neutrals need to know in this case, Erica, that the more distant and judging I'm giving you a, you know, my little tut. You're getting an F here, feminine. What you are doing is setting up the trigger to you even higher. It's like you're putting petrol on the flame. You will escalate the distress for the dominant feminine because you are acting not like a partner now. You're acting like the school teacher to the student. So there's no equality here. There's no respect. There's no partnership. There's no ownership of I have to continually work at staying present with myself and present with my partner. And if the neutral was able to come in and hear what the feminine is saying, I don't feel connected to you. I'm not feeling as close to you as I want to. We're not having fun together. We're not talking together. We're not doing things together. We haven't got any affection going on. We've just sort of slowly, gradually, incrementally moved further and further apart. And the heart of the feminine, which is beautiful, is saying, I would like more than this. I'm feeling abandoned emotionally, and that will trigger them into very child-repellent behaviour. Yes, it does. 
so feminine do you need to learn that the more teary and distressed you are in the way you deliver this information the less it's going to be heard i was saying we were saying to the group on sunday in our zoom conversation that you need to give it as a as a list and data to the neutrals i'd just like to point out that at the moment we seem to be not as close and we don't have as much um, time together as we used to. We don't talk for as long as we'd like to. And I would like that to change. And I'd just like to put that on the table for you to have a little think about. Yes, absolutely. You see how non-emotional I was? Mm. And and then they'll be defensive. Oh, I don't know about that. And I'm quite happy with it. And that's the initial thing. We've all got to watch our initial defensiveness. But then an adult goes away and goes, what do I need to own here? Have I been like that? And then the neutral could come back and go, I think you're right, what would be a good thing to do? And suddenly you feel heard and we don't have those scenes that neutrals can't stand and we don't have the feminine getting more and more out of control because I feel so abandoned and that brings up childhood trauma, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, absolutely. And I think um, obviously we recommend doing this work to anyone who wants to try and resolve conflicts like this using the MFN language. But um, for, for people out there who are, in this kind of dynamic who want to resolve it you know we you know in relationships we want to make it work you know we've invested a lot and you know we we're here for a reason and we've chosen this partner so you know yes. for people for people who say look I, I'm, I'm here to do anything I can to make this work I want to be closer to you um, finding that bridge finding what part you're playing in the dynamic is so rewarding and just to say that there's a lot of work you can do yourself if yeah. your partner is very cold and distant like a neutral can be doing this work will build you up it will make your self-love thrive and it will change the way you relate it will keep you from coming at your partner and child and it's essentially give them a you know a boost with doing this work for themselves it can be hard to get neutrals to want to come down this route of of looking at their shadow behaviors i know I know myself, I, um, I'm very good at saying the words, you know, if someone comes at me and, and, and demands more of me, I'll say, okay, I'll, you know, all right, I'll, I'll do that. I'll try really hard. Yep. And, and the words can come out and I love you very much, but then the actions don't follow because we don't believe it. We don't believe that we actually need to do it. That's the thing. The neutrals don't think there's any need to go there. And yet, when you do this course, you find that there is a loneliness underneath, Erica. There is neutral struggle just as much as everyone else does. But they are very alone. We're all alone in our own ways, but they're very alone in that having put themselves off into self-isolation, they don't know how to communicate when they hit dark nights of the soul, when they hit crises, when they hit hard, painful places. And, and they're left without resources and it would feel embarrassing to admit to a vulnerability. Mm. So this is a liberator for neutrals who are brilliant. We want to learn how to move from our dominant MFN, whatever that may be, into the second one and the third one so that we start turning up for ourselves as a whole person with mm. all three functioning. But in child, we just get stuck in the same places and it's, it's lonely for all of us. And if we change ourselves and our partners never turn up for this course, that's fine because it changes. Instead of having this happens, then I do this, then they do this, then da 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 da, -da down the road. This happens, I don't do that, then they're not stepped, triggered to go into the next bit. 
it leaves an opening for things to start changing subtly at a different level, and that does happen. And, again, we're not just talking about parent um, partners here, we're talking about parenting mm. because we all have children who have a different dominant MFN to us and we want to be able to communicate and, and connect and make them feel seen and heard. But if we don't know, how can you do it well when you don't know? Yeah. And I think that's going to be the topic of our next podcast. We've had someone write into us and ask for parenting advice. And they're a gorgeous, beautiful feminine. And their child is quite obviously, from all accounts, a dominant masculine. Ah. And they're having some parenting issues because they want to come at their child from their loving, most kind, most gentle, feminine values-based selves. And a little five-year-old dominant masculine child isn't uh, very responsive to this so so it's causing problems so um i think that's going to be the topic for our next podcast because we're running out of time we are running out of time but that'll be a great one and uh so you can see where we're going here my darlings where we're going in the conversations we'll look at all combinations give you little tidbits of what's going on here and uh the and we'll alternate or we'll have some parenting some partners whatever it can be someone at work we had someone sharing the other day how they'd um, been made redundant at work and were wondering what this dynamic was and how painful that was and there was a sense of shame and failure in that and then they worked out the boss's mfn and their own and what the team was and where the miscommunication happened and suddenly it all became clear and it was part of a childhood dynamic as well. Who would have thought? Who would have thought it was mirrored from childhood? And it just helps us to understand all of our relationships in a way that we can feel at peace with. But we also are learning, well, I know how to turn up now for all of them, whatever they may be. That's, that's gold, I think. It is gold. It is absolutely gold. Thank you so much, Katie. I really enjoyed this chat. I, I know today was about a lot about us neutrals not being our best selves. And um, I'm, I'm coming to terms with, <laughs> with my dominant relating style. And I just want to put some hope out there for us dominant neutrals that it, it's not as terrifying as you might think to do this work. It's actually getting in touch with the pain inside from being painfully independent. Because I know you will all identify with the feeling of just being able to do anything yourself. You don't actually need people. You know, you you can make a backup plan and have yourself sorted within a few days, no matter what happens. I'm, yep. I've been there, but it's a very lonely place, especially when you're in pain. And there is a beautiful connecting community out there. And we can actually learn not to be so irritated by the dominant feminines and Wouldn't not that be nice intimidated to... by the yeah. dominant masculine. Wouldn't it be nice for all of us not to be so triggered? Yeah. How to come from a place of tolerance and understanding and compassion instead. This this language is primarily about tolerance and empathy. And when we and it saves us a lot of wasted emotional energy not to keep going. We're not just the child. I've been really aware of the brilliance of dominant neutrals in watching Erica. And, and the resilience that you people have to just get back on, not to be overwhelmed by emotion and to be able to pick yourself up and to just find another way and to keep going and to do the work and what's necessary. there And the negotiation skills, the mediation, the, the bridge building, which is actually innate. Neutrals are bridge builders. They really are. They want harmony. They want peace and harmony. They do. But you don't get peace and harmony by avoiding conflict and shutting down emotion but we want genuine long-term peace and harmony within 
and with the people around us. And neutrals are actually very gifted at this. And so I love them. I just think they're amazing. And I've had to learn kicking and screaming how to introduce some of that into my mix. And it has saved me a lot. And I've done that in the last week, literally, actually. So there's always brilliance in all of them. But what we like to do is to just name and clarify this is where we get stuck and there is a roadmap forward. Hmm. And it's done with no shame, no nope. blame, no nope. pain projections, no storytelling. It's just... We're bored this way. I own that. Yeah. Yep. And I own mine too. My child masculine is going to get it airing, people. Trust me, you'll hear how dark I have been and can be. And can I just say, in the course, Katie actually, she she shares a lot of, of her dominant masculine child and where it went wrong in, in a cellmate relationship. So any dominant masculines out there looking for some truth bombs and truth telling, um, I can highly recommend those episodes. Yes, I do like to tell the true stories, what, what's really gone on. There's no point hiding them, but in telling them and coming to terms with them, there's a whole other side that I'm, I so much prefer being a soulmate now with myself on the whole, Erica, than the child soulmate. I couldn't trust myself to go out in the world and not be an atomic bomb, and I, I'm so grateful that I know how to do that now. But, you know, I'm nearly 60, as I tell everyone all the time. Weeks away from being 60 took me a fucking long time. So I'm just giving it to people. The work's been done for you. It has. Thank you so much, Katie. We'll catch you next week. See you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye.